Hey guys, welcome to another Not Your Average PT podcast uh, with myself. My name is Ben, if you don't know already, and uh, we've got Georgia with us today. Hey everyone. How's things, G? Really good. Awesome. Good to hear. Uh, today's little topic we're going to discuss uh, is going to be on anxiety, uh, or maybe stress and anxiety, a little bit of that. It's kind of been a hot topic at the moment, which I feel I've been talking to a lot of people about. Um, have you? Yeah, a couple. It's, well, clients, yes, but always talking about it. I feel like it's always <laughs> on someone's mind, a bit of anxiety. Yeah, it's always a top of, in, of, in, of interest, I think, and it's so relative in so many aspects um, of, of everyone, really. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know we've got some personal experiences, both myself and you, and you as well. Um, mm-hmm. But essentially, you know, let's talk about what is it? What are, what are the symptoms? Like, Sometimes we might not even know that we've got it. Got some anxiety. Sometimes yeah. we do, obviously, as well. But yeah. what are the what are the typical things that you you would say you know you'd come across? I symptoms? think triggered by situate like situational anxiety. You don't necessarily know it could be there, but it's underlying. So things trigger it, like work, money, family, relationships, um, you know, conflict, things like that. Things you don't wouldn't think could trigger you, and then all of a sudden something happens, and and you've all of a sudden hyperventilating, you're, you know, restless, trying to do day-to-day tasks and it it's becomes all the more difficult because you're dealing with all the panic and anxiety that's just coming along with it. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's, sometimes it's the, the not being in control of the situation or anticipating something that hasn't even happened. Yeah, that's what I'm like guilty of, I feel like. Yes. <laughs> yeah, overthinking before it actually happens and not letting myself deal with it at the time and just let it happen naturally yeah over planning maybe yeah (laughs) a lot of uh, a lot of civil conversations that i feel i've been having people at the moment is you know juggling lots of things on the plates whether they're running a a small business or whether they're having some social anxiety uh there's so many aspects of 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 what what it is um as you say the the symptoms could be shortness of breath could be lack of sleep It, it could be palpitations just having an increased heart rate mm-hmm. worry fear and yeah lack of concentration yeah not being able to think properly having like yeah. scatter brain or brain yeah you know racing thoughts things that you don't want to think and it's just happening <laughs> yeah and not having that sense of being able to switch off as well yeah i think i think is, is another it's one just too. that uncontrollable thought which yeah people need to have learn the ways and the tools to control it so that they know yeah how to deal with it yeah, and there's like as you said, there's so many situations or there's so many uh, so many reasons why people might get that. As I say, whether it is that relationship or whether it is that the, the work or you know yeah. whether it is that situation or no. And, and on top of that as well, even things like I know uh, my partner Eb, uh, shout out to you as well. Um, always thinking about you, of course. But um, you know, from her point of view, she's had you know two young children, complete. Uh, shift in lifestyle and then going into like a social situation yeah like having anxiety around that as well so the social yeah not not being able to interact quite the same as you do with like young kids especially for like young mums and dads as well yeah i think that's um that's definitely what's the routine of what you're doing every day and then slowly pushing yourself out of that routine from looking after your babies to trying to socialize and talk about yourself and interact with people it's 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 an adjustment for sure yeah so that that's another good example. Another one I think uh, talking about social stuff is 
people who are not feeling the best about themselves, that like they when they're, they're lacking a bit of confidence, they're lacking a bit of, bit of self esteem, and you know sometimes when they feel like they gotta keep up with the Joneses, so mm. to speak, when they've got friends or other people who they might feel, oh, I wish I was like them a bit more. So yeah. when they go to have a catch up, social pressure. Yeah, a little bit. Of, yeah, exactly. Social pressure is definitely definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, I know you've had a little bit of your own personal experience when it comes to mm. that bit of anxiety. What 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 can you tell us about that? Um, I've always been a very high energy person, but I think when COVID hit initially, the very, you know, feels like a lifetime ago now, but um, I was very overweight and I wasn't doing much exercise, not didn't have a clean diet. And I think having so much energy in your brain and not knowing how to deal with the energy or having enough physical energy to burn that energy off that your brain wants you to do, you yeah. just start to overwork and then hyperventilate and then not know why I'm hyperventilating. And then that turns to panic. And then, you know, all of a sudden I'm in this spiral of almost about to pass out and not knowing why. And I think now that I'm on a really good path, I can completely understand that it was being overweight and not having enough physical energy to burn off. Yeah, so I, you were, because you weren't doing any exercise no, or no physical. I was too, I was completely lethargic physically, but my brain was always still working. Like I'm always still happy, still yeah. vivacious, bubbly, you're trying to, trying to do and, make everyone happy but then physically I wasn't doing anything so yeah all that energy in my head was just turning to anxiety so I feel like being trapped in a box really isn't it, it is. for you your personality wise it's yeah. like I need I'm, to burn it off yeah yeah and it's almost like you've kind of physically come out of your shell a yeah. little bit more now you can you sort of like now you can actually deal with that yeah energy Definitely. you know to, to speak yeah and there was you know things that you don't know were bothering you or were affecting you before all of a sudden, in hindsight, when that situation is done and dealt with, e.g., a breakup, which is what I dealt with, yeah, not looking looking back at it, understanding that a lot of that probably triggered anxiety, and um, knowing how to deal with that now, now that that's out of my life, is is really empowering. I think yeah. I, I've sort of taught myself how to deal with that anxiety and and learn from it too. Yeah. So. To such a big turnaround for yourself, like in the last twelve months. Oh, and it's, yeah. Like I say, it's almost like you, you kind of full, start to fulfill your potential as well. Yeah, definitely. I, I think as well with the, when it comes to this topic in particular, I think a lot of people do feel like they're on their own. Yeah. When it comes to this, and this is why it's good to talk about these things because it's it's not like you're on your own. There's no. so many people feeling the same way. Yeah. A prime example is. I've had a few clients, so you know, people, obviously we, we train in a, in a personal training studio. We're very welcoming as, as personal trainers and the way we um, provide our you know expertise and knowledge is obviously it's in a, that really personal uh, way and professional way. But when people come in, if it's in a maybe in a group situation, potentially they've got that anxiety about like not being good enough or having to like keep up with compete. everyone, having to compete, <laughs> not let's say, Compete. healthy competition yeah a little bit of competition but they feel like they're letting somebody else down yes yeah but really everyone or most people i would suggest that they do feel the same way yeah exactly. so everyone that comes in or you know into into our studio in particular they really are in this in the same boat you know yeah. so it's not about not letting anyone else down yeah. just if you be yourself that's the most important part yeah because then you can start to believe in yourself a bit more well if you overthink too people think well what's what's going on in your head why why are you 
overthinking this situation in a, like for a group training for example if someone feels like they're going to let the entire team down then yeah. people start to zone in on that whereas if you just like you said be yourself then i don't think it's really noticeable or exactly yeah <laughs> i think that, that that's so applicable to like a workplace if there's like you know a team environment there as well if you actually Full, full your potential yourself, focus on yourself anyway, run your own race, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, stay in your own lane, as uh, as my partner Eb likes to say a yeah. lot of the time as well. <laughs> it's one of our favorite sayings at the moment. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but in particular, you know, if you do focus on yourself, get the most out of yourself, then, you know, everyone else around you anyway. They'll feed off that energy. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. but, the, but everyone else is, is sort of feeding that way at, at some point anyway. So yeah. it's not like you're on your own. Yeah. That's, that's the big takeaway thing. You're not on your own people are, this is very common yeah like throughout doesn't matter how much money you earn doesn't matter what background you come from there's always an element of that like bit of stress bit of anxiety to kind of manage on a daily basis yeah sure. um i think people think overthink too much thinking oh well no one is in my head and they can't hear or hear the thoughts that are racing through there so then that's yeah. when you start to zone in on it and then you push everyone away because people don't understand but you know just being yourself and trying to cope with it and fall into that situation like training for example in a big gym people walk in and say oh well i can't do this because people are watching me but yeah. if you just think get it over and done with and no one's watching then yeah. you're in and out i'm done <laughs> yeah from being you know being in a big gym environment but previously myself then i you would have heard that so many times i'm sure you have as well yeah of the years whatever but that really isn't the case. No, like, no, one's, no one's even watching you. No one at is. all. Like no. literally, literally not. No. Um, apart from the old, maybe averted old man old in the corner. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> there's always been one. There for Twenty years. <laughs> there's always one there in the is. corner, but um, but really there isn't. Uh, but obviously with, with what we do, that's the speciality about what we do. Obviously, it's that private environment. Um, Making people do. feel comfortable to do everything they want to do and achieve yeah. in a small, close community environment, which is really important for yeah. people especially struggling with anxiety and panic and yeah um self-esteem it's it's good having a facility like that yeah and there is a transition obviously as you you know go on a personal journey yourself that social environment from a social aspect will come so much easier because you start to get a bit more confidence by yourself yeah. um and sometimes you just haven't reached out for a bit of help on that whether it is going to be from you know people like us um whether it's going to be from you know a council of some kind where it is going to be a mentor potentially as well, where it's going to be a really close friend and um, that kind of thing as well, or to family member as well, that can be really helpful too. Yeah. If you've got something to give you a bit of guidance as well, give you that bit of confidence where you can do things because it, a lot of the time the anxiety stuff is a lot of internal, how you talk to yourself. Self-talk, yeah. Um, so I know in, from a particular point of view, in the last couple of weeks, it kind of like hit a bit of a wall a couple of weeks ago. Um, just so much going on so much th overthinking going on not sleeping very well and then get to the end of the week feeling completely exhausted burnt out like i'm sure lots of people do as well um and just yeah hit a wall having to like have a sleep over the weekend and really catch up yeah because that sometimes you're not physically tired but you're mentally exhausted mentally exhausted yeah because those thoughts just you know you know again just going back to things that you can't control or yeah. whatever it may be um that you're thinking about work yeah. life the rest of it yeah 100%. juggling juggling kids and stuff yeah um it's kind of just doesn't doesn't go away doesn't go away <laughs> so you just need to recharge and like you always say manage your own energy exactly and sometimes as well breaking uh i, I think 
coming up with solutions to, to deal with it is, mm -hmm. is the best thing to, to really look at. Um, yeah. My point of view, personally, a couple of things which really stuck up for me was actually cutting out coffee. So I went six days, no coffee whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Just because obviously having two or three coffees a day, uh, sometimes double shots, of course, well, with, with black coffee, um, just that, uh, just heart rate yeah. racing. It does nothing besides give you energy. Yeah, really. and then it's like something's like flogging a dead horse, though. Yeah. You, you have a coffee looking for energy. Yeah. And then you just feel worse and you're yawning and then you got scratchy eyes. Yeah. And then all your, your heart's beating fast and you don't know you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> and then you get to nighttime, try to sleep, and then you can't sleep. Yeah. Because it's like you're you, wired. You're kind of wired or you've just got, you just yeah. don't know how to wind down. Um, yeah. And then on the back of the coffees, obviously, it's the, another one is we spoke about earlier. Um, uh, before we kind of switched on was um was that alcohol as well i know a lot of people do resort to alcohol to wind down um to switch off stop the stop the mind talking as well yeah um, so that can be obviously just a way to to decompress a little bit obviously the better is better ways we can try and do that um without resorting to alcohol potentially as well you know whether it is mindfulness whether it is you know meditation stuff. yeah yeah you know, yeah, listening to listen to some breath work, whether it's yeah. calling a friend, whether it's going to be breaking the cycle as far as, you know, one of my suggestions to one of my other clients recently was um, just get, get away, break break the, the mundane Monday to Sunday sort of routine and go change the scenery sometimes. Yeah. Change the scenery is as good as a holiday. Yeah, go sit down at the beach or go drive somewhere and, you know, just take your mind somewhere else. Where, yeah. Yeah, it's not typical routine every single day i'll go here i'll go to the same cafe every single day <laughs> why don't you try a different cafe <laughs> i we we drove up to the hunter valley uh probably about two months ago and we just went for lunch but just the drive on its own yeah. in the country kind mm -hmm. of like different surroundings really did break the cycle and then when you come back it's like you feel a bit re-energized yeah, again so just again know, knowing what you need that's right um and then also just knowing else you need it's, you know another good one is massage i find really benefits me yes you know when some you know when you just stop, yeah. just stop having to do anything, contact anyone, mm -hmm. do this or that or whatever. Yeah. That for me personally really works really well. I know I know some people don't like massage, whatever, but knowing what you need. Well, relieving that muscle tension. Muscle tension in general can trigger anxiety on its own. Mm -hmm. Having being too tense or anxiety creates that tension. So trying to take care of your body and do things for it to relax all yeah. those yeah, mind and body. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, when it comes to the body, the, the, obviously that's an old saying, isn't it? The, the great, the kind of the most underutilized antidepressant. Yeah. Is exercise. exercise. Yeah. You know? Even a even a walk, it doesn't. It's moving your body around, doing something yeah. for it. Um, even outside, outside, being outside in the sunshine, getting vitamin D, getting your hormones working properly. Because uh, then I'm, oh, you're actually really good at it. You you got regularly for like walks runs or rest it yeah um I so so generally that's a really good way to get your hormones working properly yeah get your endorphins moving when you yeah. when you're exercising of course as well and then you know vitamin d great work natural sunlight get some sunlight into your eyeballs as yeah. well like the actual eyeball not like through sunglasses yeah i think i've learned to appreciate that so much more being from sydney and working in an office for so long which i mean i loved who I worked with, but you don't yeah. see sunshine. You don't get to go for walks. You leave, you get there in the morning, leave in the afternoon, almost dark, and you don't get to appreciate it. So living here now, right next to the beach, I'm like, yep, I'm yeah. gonna go out. Even if it's a 10 minute run, run walk, whatever it is, 
appreciate the beach, the ocean, the air, you know, I've, I've just, I don't know what I'd do without it now. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, isn't it? How your lifestyle, lifestyle shift yeah. changes, but then you don't really notice it until you probably start to become a bit more aware of it. Definitely. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think that, like you say, the water can be very calming. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I, I And that get, for anxiety in general is for, for my sake anyway, I think that's become, if I feel a little bit overwhelmed, I just take myself down to the beach now and just look at it. I don't even go for a swim. Sometimes yeah. I just sit there yeah. because it's just calming and relaxing and feels good. Yeah, exactly. Um, just going on to like a business point of view as well. Like I, I find that generally race, if you're like in a small business yourself, like sometimes it can be overwhelming with all the things you have to do, all the things that are out of your control so much, but that's where I really resend goals or objectives every generally every three months so we generally do like sort of a, a roadmap like every sort of like three months or reassess what's working what's not working um and then go from there look at the previous week or month as well see what the wins have been see what's working mm-hmm. um as well because you do have to really celebrate those little wins because and be grateful for what you do have or what is working well because there is plenty of good things happening um whether it is a business or whether it is in a relationship or whether it is you know socially or with kid, whatever whatever it is you know there is lots of things and a lot of the time people don't focus on the positive stuff they focus on the the, the negative things or what isn't working yeah. and that's obviously that's what is going to be a, um, a big thing for for anxiety or in a job or what's not working well yeah. with a job well, acknowledging what you're grateful for and what is working, yeah. like you say, it's it's not all about what is going wrong. Think about all the positives, which will definitely outweigh that one negative, because people I know one person in particular who's very close to me <laughs> lets yeah. those negative thoughts absolutely take over any positive yeah. that's going on. And I sit there and try and remind this person of what is good, and it's yeah. it's acknowledging that yourself writing it down or just sitting there and thinking you know what this is what this is what's going well i can fix this yeah I can f- fix this one issue it's not it's not the end of the world <laughs> yeah and then yeah focus on the positive stuff and as we know more positive energy like whether people believe in energy or not like i, I personally <laughs> yeah i do as well that positivity attracts positivity all the time so the more put you put out uh the more will come back to you i i find as well it's always just based on experience but the more it generally takes two weeks. Yeah. I find if I do like if I'm like positive, 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 really good space, whatever, generally you see the effect of that two weeks later. Yeah. I don't know why I don't know why yeah. two weeks, but that's what's roughly been. But say something's been really good and then you say you've been cruising for whatever reason, aren't through, I don't know, through whatever aspect of your life you're cruising through, not really think about it too much. I find that two weeks later things start to like drop off a little bit because you've not yeah. been given sort of whatever it is that Right. Attention. So you're not thinking about it too much. Yeah. And, and you think as soon as you, it's almost dropping the ball again. It's like, oh, kind of, yeah. So, so you, you've got to be across everything as much as possible, you know, all those factors of your life, yeah. you know, whatever it is that you value, family, friends, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just find that that's been the knock on effect that couple of weeks. weeks. Yeah, it's for funny. Me, for me. I think in, in terms of energy, I feel like I'm just such a positive person and just the way I am, it's just, I, I find it hard not to be positive because I think, I think, building other people up builds me up and yeah. I actually feed off giving people happiness or a laugh or my, some of my energy because I, yeah. have, I have a lot of energy to give out too, let alone actually burn myself, <laughs> you know, <laughs> take it. Like I want people to use yeah. it. But then I think after a while, um, 
maybe I should think about how long it takes because I like you say two weeks maybe it is about that long um, but it takes me one day where I just have a really down really mellow need to just be on my own day because yeah. and then people wonder what's wrong with me because all of a sudden I've, I think I've used all. up all my energy and people have <laughs> taken all my energy which is not a bad thing yeah. but all of a sudden I realize oh wow like I've, I've given a lot and now I need to just rein it back and yeah. recharge recharge you know? yeah and again if you just be on your own that's a, obviously you're aware of that so that's yeah. what you need whether it's going for a bit of a bush walk or what is it yeah uh, yeah walk I guess but also just almost just sitting sometimes I just mm -hmm. need to not be moving and doing and just take whether it's just watching a really old movie that I love yeah and just that if that is enough or just going outside for even a five ten minute walk just to recharge it's it, I don't even know what it is it's just whatever I can do that doesn't require anyone else help needing my yes. help yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean so I don't know but I also struggle to be alone as well at the same time <laughs> so it takes me five minutes I'm like hey I've had my alone time who, yeah, who can I talk enough. to yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you're not an extrovert possibly yeah. whereas an introvert that's more like they re-energize completely and solitary yeah so where you only need a tiny bit of that yeah to reboot yourself again yeah might yeah. just be allowed lay down on my bed for uh, you know half an hour yeah and then i'm ready i'm good <laughs> and that goes back to again you know being people around you as well so when you do feel like you need a bit of a pickup or whatever whatever it is yeah. having that circle of people that you can draw on yeah so whether it's going to be friends mm -hmm. whether it's going to be family whether it's going to be a coach mm -hmm. whether it's going to be know, a counselor of some kind potentially yeah. or a psychologist or whatever it is yeah having the right network of people and to, to to be like okay because you can't do everything no and i think that's a lot of the time people do get anxious because they've got all this shit to sort out or whatever it may be they need to kind of like yeah to externally get some help at some point as well yeah thinking thinking too much about what you should be doing rather than what you want to be doing yes and you get lost in those thoughts yeah. don't you whereas you shouldn't really be doing anything that's not making you happy yeah, so start again. It's almost like start with filling up your own cup first, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. So yeah. whatever that's going to mean for you, everyone's completely different. Yeah, and from my experience, I'm learning that, trying to figure out how to look after myself before putting other people before me. I think yeah. I was trying too hard to make people happy, but then I also don't really care what people think of me at the same time. You know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you do. You do care about what people think of you. I care in in more of a professional sense i definitely care yes in a social environment i don't care yeah i think i, w I want to be my 100 percent self and yes. i don't really care what people think of my personality <laughs> <laughs> take it or leave it <laughs> well that's uh yeah that's only that's a you've got a great personality you've got nothing to worry about there anyway well it's, it's not loved by all that's true mm. that's true yeah, yeah and i don't need to be loved by everybody <laughs> <laughs> or do i <laughs> So when it kind of comes to like that social uh, aspect, um, I, I think some obviously people get a bit of anxiety before they gonna, you know. Socialize. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> but I, I find personally that when I was like growing up, when I was younger, used to get a lot of that. I uh, wasn't very confident going out, so to speak. Um, but with the role that I've, I have had career change, obviously into the career we've got, I've got now, that, that kind of came of age so now I, I that that for me that's never an issue yeah like that that now. social interaction like it, I could be in a 
an unfamiliar territory or with people I don't really know, and I would never feel anxious about that ever. No, neither. And, and, <laughs> and I know, you, yeah, exactly. I know, but that's definitely not in your. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever had that, which is sometimes, which is why I need to read or listen about it because and learn, teach myself. Yeah. Um, how other people would deal with those situations because it just is so unfamiliar for me. But you, well, you know, both of us, I think we've got an um, experience of other people around us who've had that. Yeah. And what, what, what sort of like, what sort of stuck out for you? Well, in, in a setting where I feel like there is someone like that, I, I can easily recognize it. And I'm the person who would go over there and try and make them feel comfortable instantly. Yeah. But I think for someone who is dealing with it, having to think about what your vice is to make you feel confident and comfortable in your own skin and excited to be there is something you almost have to force yourself to do. And finding that thing that makes that happen for you is, is I think the most important thing would, you know, whether it's a song, like listening to your favorite song of all time that gets you so excited and makes you feel confident and, and you get, you know, have a dance, sing it, whatever. And then yeah. you walk into that social setting and then you're ready to go is, you know, something just for you that no one needs to know about that gets you excited is I think a good way to deal with it. Yeah. Because, um, my ex partner used to do this is a, um, motivational speech that he used to listen to on yeah. either Spotify. I don't know where he listened to it, but he had it, uh, ready to go pretty much before every football game and most days before work to oh, yeah. on the way to work, he'd listen to it. And it was, you know, if you are the best, uh, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I like those. Yeah. I, I used to uh, watch a lot on YouTube. Yeah. It's I'm pretty sure it was a YouTube clip and it. He yeah. put it on Spotify, whatever. And he said when he listened to it, he was ready to go, ready to take on the football game, work, whatever it was. He listened to that when he needed a boost. And yeah, it, it was cool because, you know, in my case, I'd probably listen to my favorite girl song or something like that, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> whereas I think if someone needs that, it's so important just to make that a, that's a routine then. Yeah. If you've got social anxiety and you're ready to go out and talk to people you're not familiar with, put that song on or put that speech on or, you know, do something to yeah. force yourself out of your skin almost. Yeah. And like you said, the, uh, it's almost like the the self, back to the self talk, isn't it? Really, mm -hmm. the, the the YouTube clip or whatever that motivational thing may be. Uh, yeah. I think it's more like your personal expectation of yourself like yeah. would increase. That's right. Yeah. And then and then that's how you want to project yourself, maybe. So it's like, okay, this is what I am. This yeah. is. It's almost like we'll talk about it soon about like the the journaling aspect, but it's almost yeah. like that affirmation, like yeah. how you want to be and how you want yeah. to act. Like if you're not currently acting or. Trying to even, you know, again, going back to like a work situation, if you're not being the person you want to be in that situation, you know, you know, whatever it is, try and visualize like what would that person, the successful person or that, that yeah. team leader or whether it's that supervisor, what would that person or somebody actually who's actually already in shape, yeah. what would that person be doing or yeah. saying to themselves? That's right. And then implementing that in that moment to either get yourself to the push you there, push you know, you to get yourself to the to the event or whether it's going to be to get yourself around those people yeah you, you know let them talk to you let that speech or whatever it is that you're going to use as your vice yeah talk directly to you because it's it's going to help your your yeah. self-talk and it's a bit like a bit like having a role model as well so it's something yeah. you personally connect with because we're all you know us humans we're all powered on emotion so it's if you can connect with that mm. you know whether it's going to be somebody talking to you mm -hmm. with a video, whether it's going to be somebody you'd like to emulate, whether mm -hmm. it's, whether it's going to be, I don't know, a 
a famous person, a celebrity, could be a friend who you like to, oh, I wish I was a bit more like them, or yeah. start to implement one or two little things. Yeah. Um, which it's just may, improving yourself. Yeah, of course. It's just, isn't it? It's like personal development is mm-hmm. never ending, isn't it? No, exactly. Another <laughs> good one, anxiety, uh, reading books. Yeah. Looking, Listening to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like reading books, like for me, I resonate more with autobiography. So, you know, think of like people who, who I can connect with and learn from. Yeah. And, and then and obviously whatever the knowledge and expertise is, is, is going to be like one of my favorite books is Anne Middleton, Zero Negativity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, reading the chapter of that, yeah. that can be really beneficial. So again, if you're going to go to bed and you're struggling to get to sleep, mm-hmm. a chapter of your book before you go to bed, mm-hmm. when you're asleep anyway, you start to actually, uh, think about what you the sort of like the last hour of ex, of, of not exercise, the last yeah. hour of, <laughs> of movement or the last hour before you went to bed. Yeah. It's generally what you kind of like relax to. I don't yeah. know if you've ever noticed that yourself. Yeah, um, definitely. But um, you know, that's also gonna make ho- hopefully a reading of some kind is gonna be a good way to switch off. Yeah, exactly. Away from the screens or the rest of it as well. Yeah. Reduce that time. Yeah. You know, a bit of like quiet time as well. Yeah. Um, which is key. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, uh, I was going to just go on and have a chat about, um, right. some, so yeah, something that kind of like, uh, is very, but like, I know, uh, Bex is really good on this. Uh, our trainer Bex, she, she loves the old journaling and I, I draw on it when I really need to. Um, and it's actually part of through, uh, the coaching of, that I, that I actually commit to as well. Um, which helps me. But it's just having a power journal. So this is a 30-day power journal. Uh, but it's more about the the structure of the journal, which like I've never seen before and which like I really resonates with me. Yeah. Uh, so I would generally draw on this when I need to. Again, if you feel like that anxiety across anything in your life, starting with in the mornings, getting up that, you know, again, it comes down to, comes down to priority. So if you're getting up that extra five to 10 minutes early, starting off with like, what are you grateful for that day? So whether it's your, your family, whether it's you can choose to structure your day in a particular way, you know, grateful for being able to afford to put food on the table, whatever, whatever it's going to be. So whatever you're grateful for to set up, uh, for that day, your affirmations. So I am a, I know, I am a great father. I am a, a great friend. I am, I choose to live my life the way I want to. I live my life by design. Yeah. Whatever it may be. So that's your affirmations, uh, challenges I'm facing, and then solutions to overcome the challenges. So those two. They're so important. They're really important. That So I would fill out those four in the morning. So gratefulness, affirmations, challenges you're facing, and then the solutions to overcome the challenges. Mm-hmm. And then at a nighttime before bed, it might be so journal in journal so or insight so like have you had you know how the day went like what went well um your insights of how you felt during the day um wealthy moments so it might be like for me coming home um in, in the afternoon and the kids run into me mm. you know hey you know daddy whatever coming for a, mm. a cuddle a kiss from um from Eb, nice or whatever it may be home. yeah just just a, that's a wealthy moment yeah um and then a personal victory and a personal victory could be, I don't know, could be. I achieved just, this today. Or, yeah, whatever it may yeah. be, you know, whatever it's going to be good on a personal level. So that is a great way to structure the morning and afternoon 
to get yourself out of that little bit of a hole if you if you've got that negativity or that bit of stress that bit of anxiety um and that that's really worth it being yeah. more being consistent every day is, is really important like some people do that every single day no matter what and that's just part of their routine forever but i find that i just draw on it when when i need to mm-hmm. like that works for me really yeah yeah it's really important writing yeah. it down is a good way to overcome anxiety and if you've got you know directives just like that telling you what to write yeah is gonna make it a hell, I suppose hell like, of a lot easier i suppose it's like it's a bit like structure isn't it it's just having some structure having yeah. a bit of routine not having to over, you're not overthinking it you're actually just following yeah. prompts basically it's not like you know when people go oh just do some meditation or just do some journaling it's like what what is that like, what do i do like what what do i even do sometimes people meditate and all they do is think about all the wrong things that have gone on that day yeah and they can't get out of their own head so un- unless you are a professional and listen to yeah. someone telling you what to do with meditation then that can become really difficult too exactly that's where like you know guided apps can be really good yeah headspace is a good one just exactly. a, little, a plug there, free plug for Headspace, but that's a really good one. Like, I think it starts from 10 minutes a day. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of others, obviously, as well. Journaling's a good one as well today, but how to do it in such a way which is effective. Yeah. What I've just spoke about, obviously, gives you a good good, good start with yeah. it anyway. I but, think with the challenges too, if it says what are the challenges, people usually acknowledge that, but they don't acknowledge the solution. So yeah. having to write a solution or a potential solution for it is already the next step to overcoming yeah that challenge which is really important and the thing is well it's not to dwell on it and go look back on and go the next day it's about just moving on to the next it's about being in the moment being present mm-hmm. just going from one thing to the next you know not so, feeling like a chore not feeling like a chore no you wouldn't i don't want to you're not like trying to you know sometimes it might be one or two things in each little thing yeah. it's not gonna be like a big you know sit down for half an hour it's it's literally a few minutes that's it just put emptying your head a little bit as well um yeah, and and something that connecting pen to paper, like you can't do it on well you can, but it's not as effective if you're doing it on notes or something. Did that mind physiologically to pen to paper is is actually going to physically. physically go into your, into your brain? Obviously, that's um, yes, exactly. But should there is studies? I can't reference. I can't, <laughs> I can't reference it off the top of my head, but yeah. I promise you there there is uh, there is studies to show that it's more effective. Yeah. You know? um, what are, what are what are sort of like takeaways would you say or what what would the, be the big tips for for you personally for so I, I I'd probably say journaling would be a top tip and just breaking the habit a little bit yeah um and just reassessing where you're at like as far as you know resetting goals mm. resetting your, your your journey be and obviously be mindful of like all the positive stuff you've got going on as well yeah exactly That'd I be, think what would you say well, so, socially for me I think that's so important because I, I do, I'm a really social person. And for someone like me, who's quite happy in a social situation, I would want people to understand that there are, it's not anything to be embarrassed by and to not feel even more insecure about not wanting to socialize or not knowing how to socialize, understanding that there are things that you can do in private that no one needs to know about to physically make you feel better. And just finding what that is, whether it is that talk, the you know podcast or a speech or a song, have a dance, whatever. I think that is really important for people daily, especially people like Eb, who's got a beautiful babies and just doesn't feel like she knows she has to almost relearn how to socialize again. Yeah. When you're so used to doing everything with the babies every single day, the same thing every day. And um, just getting back in, in touch with who you are 
Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's just finding that confidence about yourself, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, because I, I really want people to feel confident around me too. Yeah. So I think I spend a lot of time trying to yeah. make people feel good. Yeah. And I want and I want people to feel like that naturally, you know. And, and you know, again, it comes down to most people come to do, again, come back to personal training, yeah. they come because they want to have self-confidence mm-hmm. and, and better self-esteem. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from within. So yeah. that's going to come from when you feel better, mm-hmm. then you start to look better. You know, you start moving your body better and you're in a better mindset. It's such a big knock on effect. And that's why we're talking about this sort of stuff, because it's not just fitness. Yeah. It's it's about those benefits of like having a better headspace, having a better mindset, how you're approaching life and then how you can implement good habits, better lifestyle into the rest of your life. Yeah. And then you put on an outfit ready to go out and you feel good about yourself. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, whoa. And that's like a bonus, isn't it? Feeling sexy. Feeling like you want to, you want to. You know, yeah. Oh, I look good. I'm ready to go out and course. ready to talk to people and you know show people who I am. It's, exactly. Yeah, it's exciting. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's it's life journey. There's ups and downs through it, but it's again just drawing on what we need to. Yeah. Um, to, to really make use of the best. That's why it's called personal training. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. But yeah, again, fill up your own cup yeah. first. Putting yourself first. Reprioritizing a, a big key. Yeah. A big key. Very good. All right, guys. Well, hope you've enjoyed that. Uh, episode um yeah we'll uh, look forward to, to seeing your next one and i um, hope you got some good takeaways from that one yes thank you everybody we'll see you soon